All right, everybody, welcome to the Oklahoma Outdoor Adventures podcast. I wanted to tell everyone about a new way that you can support us. We have a link now in the description of every single episode on Spotify, and it gives you an option to donate to us. So we'd really appreciate if you would consider that. Um, The prices are literally anywhere from $1 to $10, so none of that's going to break the bank, but... Um, If you enjoy our content, it's a way for you to support us and help us continue to get better equipment, record better episodes, and keep getting better podcasts out there for you guys to listen to. So we thank you for uh, taking the time to listen to us, and let's get into another podcast. Welcome to the Oklahoma Outdoor Adventures Podcast, brought to you by Yellow Hat Outdoors. All right, everybody, welcome to episode 53 of the Oklahoma Outdoor Adventures podcast. Me and Hudson coming at you live in 2024. Hudson, how wild is that to say that? It's pretty crazy, but new year, new me. That's right. I know you've got a lot of changes ahead. Uh, Hopefully not anything too crazy like your gender, but what are you uh, wanting to change in the new year? My gender. Uh, okay, nice, nice. <laughs> a little awkward on that one, on that joke, Glenn. Okay. Um, no. Uh, well, one thing I'd like to change is be be better uh, in general. That sounds like a really attainable goal. <laughs> just just got to be better <laughs> one step at a time. Uh, first step is to finish this entire coffee. All right. You got a little uh, cold brew going on or a warm brew today? I got a, it's a warm brew today. All right. Get some caffeine it's flowing. Warm. It's the first day of the new year, so we, you know, may have been up a little bit last night and, you know, may need a little caffeine to get through today, you know? Sure, 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 sure. I've already had one cup of coffee and I'm always bad on, like, my days off um, about drinking too much coffee. Because it's just like, I'm just chilling. Right. Why, why wouldn't then, you, cra- you know, pour another cup, you know? Sure. sure A little sure, cup sure. of joe, per se. Yeah, I'm, I just cracked open the first DP of the day off, so <laughs> things are getting crazy. I went hard last night. I had three. Knew I didn't have to drive home, so I figured why not keep <laughs> drinking. Uh- <laughs> that is the benefit of throwing a New Year's bash at your own place. Yep. As many Dr. Peppers as you want to drink, you can drink them. Uh, so goal-wise, I think that's the classic New Year's situation. I'm going to say a controversial opinion here, Hudson. You take it or leave it, but I'm not the biggest uh, New Year resolution guy. 
I think it's cool to have a goal, kind of a word for the new year or whatever, but I'm I'm kind of like, you know, uh, 2023 or 2024, I'm going to uh, start eating salad. It's like, well, why didn't you just do that whenever you decided to make that decision, you know? Yeah. I, yeah I'm yeah. a little, I lit, maybe, is that a pessimistic or, yeah. um, I don't know the right word, but kind of a dark, rude I I don't think so. I get that. That's a, I was uh, listening to some podcast and uh, a guy was like, yeah, I already started going to the gym because I need to get in shape this next year. And like he started like two weeks ago. That's so right. It's like, it's like, I don't, yeah, I don't know why we're, uh, we're setting such a hard date on um, improving ourselves. Yeah. But. Um, I think we should come up with a tagline for the podcast, our theme for this year. Okay. I like that. I haven't thought about that at all. So is that something you want to come up with right now or just be thinking about it as we, uh, we go through this episode? Um, I guess, I guess throw out, throw out, uh, phrases as we go through the episode. If we don't come to a conclusion, hopefully some of our listeners throw some into us on the yeah. old Q and A section of our Spotify page. Yeah, which fun fact that's only on uh, mobile devices, not on the computer, supposedly. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what my friend told me. Don't know if I believe him or not. I got mm-hmm. logged out of my Spotify on my uh, 1997 MacBook Pro Air, whatever. So. Uh, let's face it. I I can't really fact check it. I don't remember my password and don't care enough to check. So, uh, I'm just rolling with it, but, um, yeah, I don't know, uh, what would be, what, what's our goal for the new year here? Spread, uh, spread cheer. Christmas cheer. Yeah. For, by singing (laughs) loud for all to hear. Uh, well, I kind of think there's a fine balance because I think there is a big part of, Obviously, why we do this is to encourage people to be outside in creation and uh, fellowship with man and have a good time experiencing, making memories with people that they uh, love to hang out with and stuff. Um, Also, there is, uh, you know, people argue with it, but it's true. There's plenty of people out there exploring and uh, pressuring kind of the public lands and and uh, hunting in general and stuff. Uh, I just literally saw a post today, which it is illegal. I don't know the exact, like, rules for it, but, like, this guy, like, posted a picture, and he was like, look at these 87 ducks I, we killed in five, day, five days. And I'm like, first off, cool. <sighs> Second off, why are you just wasting, you know, four days worth of ducks just to post a picture that you said you killed 87 ducks in five days or whatever? Yeah. Uh, so there, there is definitely a I, – I don't know. I kind of feel like there's a, there can be – it's easy to get off track from getting out there and enjoying nature and stuff and getting a little bit more into the competitive nature that most uh, most people have deep down. Of wanting to uh, stack up some some bodies, I'm, I'm kind of thinking especially waterfowl. But I mean, people happy to kill the biggest deer and just take the back straps out and drive home, you know, and cut the head off. So, 
I don't know, maybe some combination of encouraging people to get out there, but do it in the right way for the right reasons, you know? Yeah. That's just me spitballing there. I think, uh, I mean, I think that's great. Um, can we condense that? Yeah. Do the get out for the right reasons? I don't know. Maybe it'll, uh, it'll, it'll, uh, maybe, uh, compound later whenever we keep talking here. Sure. I, um, I got, uh, one that, uh, we can segue into a little topic here. Uh, kill the wolves. Uh, if we want to talk about the, (laughs) yeah, that, if you live in Colorado, just, you know, I'm just going to say it. I kind of hope some ranchers just silently take care of that problem whenever they see them because that is unreal yeah um i and i I think that's probably going to happen considering i don't think anybody in the mountains voted for that dude that's Um, crazy so i guess you want to tell us just a tiny bit of the backstory for people who uh, may not be as in the know yeah, and you hop in on this too because I might I might say something wrong. But basically, um, I think everybody remembers when they reintroduced wolves to Yellowstone. And uh, wait, I don't know when was that, Glenn? Like, I'm gonna just say like early 2000s, maybe. Mid. Yeah, I think that's I think that's safe. Um, Let's say sometime after 2000, but well before like 2010. Anyway, why did it doesn't matter? Yeah, uh, and so like they did that to, you know, rebalance the whatever like the ecosystem and kind of like wanting to turn it back to its natural state and help also obviously help the wolf population because I don't know what the North American wolf population is now, but uh, we definitely put a dent in them because well obviously they're gonna come and kill your livestock. Um, so I was off. That. It was 1995. Oh, well, not, not too bad. Um, well, anyways, they did that. They've done it somewhere else too. Like Oregon is yeah. it or, or somewhere, Idaho. I don't know. Somewhere yeah, yeah, yeah. they've reintroduced, um, for sure. Well, I, there is a little bit of it. That's just natural population spread. They were pretty much eradicated. Um, but then, yeah, natural kind of population spread and reintroduction. So they're in Oregon, Washington, Idaho, Montana, Wyoming. Um, also in the Midwest, Michigan, coming down to Wisconsin and stuff. Uh, just saw. Actually, we'll get into that in a minute. But yeah, so they're they're kind of uh, all up in the Mountain West. Yeah, yeah, um, and. Oh, here's also a thing. Uh, if you've seen, if any of you have watched the show Yellowstone, they actually do an episode where there's wolves killing their livestock. Be- that they this new the they dropped these new wolves in Yellowstone, and then they went out of the national park and uh, started killing livestock. Um, because fun they- fact, that's a really easy prey to catch a two thousand fat pound fat yeah. cow. Rather um, than a very athletic, mountainous, preferring elk. Just throwing it out there. Yeah, and uh, actually in the show, they, 
they uh, bait the wolves out and shoot them with ARs and then throw the collars in the river, uh, which is probably what's going to happen in Colorado. Uh, yeah. But anyways, the problem with this is uh, there's a big elk population in the Rocky Mountains, and um, for some reason one of the arguments for reintroducing the wolves is like, Oh, that'll, it'll help control the elk population as if hunters aren't already doing that. Um, I, I don't really understand. I really don't understand it. Um, but pretty much what's going to happen is they're going to start killing livestock. They're also going to start killing elk. If they, if their population grows enough, probably put a huge dent in one of our biggest herds in the country. And it's, I don't know. There's definitely sentiment that it's, uh, it's like just anti hunter, uh, sentiment. I don't want to say everybody that was for it had that in mind, but it's, it's kind of where we're at at the moment. Um, I don't know, Glenn, do you have something else to add? Yeah, so the science behind it, which uh, I don't know, this isn't that impressive, but that's kind of what I studied in college was ecology, environmental science and stuff. And we did spend a whole, you know, unit talking about um, essentially like to put it just – Essentially, ecology is the study of how everything interacts. And uh, whenever you go to the top of a food chain, we all know food chain, you know, whatever. Uh, shrimp eats algae, fish eats the shrimp, uh, whatever. A seal eats the fish, and then a whale eats the uh, otter or whatever. You know, whatever it is. Uh, yeah. Like, food chains kind of move up like that. So... Whenever uh, the top of a food chain is missing, then lower uh, parts of it grow. So like Hudson was saying, the argument is that without these wolves, that elk and mule deer populations are just booming out of control. Also, um, within that, there's an argument that because there's so many of these um, elk and stuff that they uh, like degrade the rivers whenever they cross them because they're just uh, causing a lot of erosion and things like that. So they call that like a trophic cascade where uh, when one part of the ecosystem is out of balance, then uh, it causes this cascade of effects. And so that's why from a science kind of side of things that they argue that wolves do need to be uh, present and reintroduced because populations are out of control and that whole food web is out of balance. However, in my mind, those food webs don't do a great job, and I don't think any. Um, I don't, this may be a bold statement here, but most like academic stuff doesn't do a good job of factoring in humans into that into that food chain. And so um, I think that it, it's an easy thing to argue from a purely academic, not any uh, actual evidence, 
that wolves are needed. Totally understand it. It makes sense from that side of things. However, in this situation, uh, it was very much pushed on by um, like kind of activist groups um, that are, have known anti-hunting sentiments. Also, there was a strong response from state-level biologists that said this is not a good um, or a wise decision. Additionally, whenever the uh, Colorado put it on the ballot and got it approved, went around all of the state biologists, the people who uh, have built a profession on managing Colorado's resources, uh, then they go to the groups that do that for Wyoming, Montana, Idaho, Washington, all these places that have wolves. Every single one of them said that you don't need to reintroduce them. Like they are slowly going to spread your way and, and we will not give you any wolves. Naturally, Oregon stepped up to the plate to happily uh, <laughs> drop some off. But um, So there's, there's a lot of people, um, I guess in the other uh, part that I forgot to mention, and sorry I'm going off, Hudson, is no. they don't include humans usually in the food web, but they also don't include domesticated animals. If you think about that, that's like, what is, what do, what do we choose to eat? What is easier for humans to eat, a cow or an elk? Like, duh, the cow. It's easy. You just feed them grass. They get big and fat, and and they taste really good. And it's easy to eat them. And that's the same thing that wolves and apex predators do. Is they choose the easiest, most. Uh, most beneficial nutrient rich meal so there is going to be a um un uh, like a bias for the wolves to eat cows i mean that is just it's called positive feedback that's how how the world works it's like if you crack the can of a dr pepper and it tastes good you want another one and so there is a system to reward farmers if they can prove that their cows were killed by wolves, yada, yada. That's, I mean, it's not the easiest thing to prove. And I think it's it's just a slippery slope. I guess that's really what all this culminates in. It's a slippery slope, kind of a rash decision, not based or in the favor of a lot of people whose entire livelihoods depend on managing resources, both cattle and um, like natural resources, hunting, the economic impact that hunters bring to Colorado. Uh, also, if you think about it, and this is my final thing, and then you can chime back in, Hudson, because I've been going off. Um, the other thing is that if you think about um, species as a whole, and you think about adaptation, which is short-term changes in behavior and diets and things to survive, and long-term changes, multi-generational, that's evolution, um, that stuff takes time. And so whenever you reintroduce, whenever you um, introduce a factor that is very effective and not going to allow for the selection of traits that encourage a species to continue surviving, it's going to be very hard for 
these populations of deer and elk to not take a massive uh, hit in population because all of a sudden there's wolves. You know, it's not like a slow introduction where a pack slowly comes down and starts, you know, pushing and foraging into different areas and they get some exposure and then, you know, yada, yada, goes back and forth. They have a little time to learn. No, it's, it's, there's there hasn't been wolves in these areas for hundreds of years and then boom, all of a sudden there is. So I guess it's a combination of all that stuff that it's just kind of like, what are you doing? So that there's my whole forty minute spiel on the situation. It's 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 pretty frustrating to see whenever something happens like this. Like you said, there's biologists that are against it, and they just seem to get ignored. And then also the people that are live in the areas where these wolves are going to be roaming are against it, but. It's like they're just kind of ignored. It's it's really it's and anything. It's frustrating seeing uh, people's opinions get ignored whenever some sort of action is going to directly affect them, and they know how it's going. Like they're yeah, on the exactly. ground there. They know they know what's gonna like. They know, um, and it's like you're not talking to them because once again you're focused on a some academic opinion or this isn't, this isn't demonizing academia. Yeah, not at all. It's not a, at th- all. This is demonizing an opinion of, or this is demonizing people who focus on one fact and just are full in on it rather than thinking, okay, th- maybe this is a little more complicated than, uh, we have it in our minds. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, right whenever whenever that happened. Uh, one, whenever the vote passed, and then two, whenever they released the first wolves. Uh, our our friend Ted, who we uh, stayed with, whenever we have gone elk hunting out there, he immediately called my dad and was just going off about it. I guess just so just so mad, frustrated. Because he's like, it's he, he's saying how frustrating it is that people who live in like Boulder or something yeah. are are voting to have wolves roam where he's living. Pretty much, I mean, and he's got plenty of farmer friends up there, and also he's a big wildlife guy, elk hunter, mule deer hunter, black bear hunter. I mean. It's just horrible. Yeah, it it definitely is really frustrating um, just to be out of control and um, see people disregard the whole picture. It's, uh, I don't know, it can be a tough pill to swallow. It's frustrating that it seems like that's kind of the case everywhere where uh, population centers make decisions for that affect the rest of uh, states or, you know, areas. And uh, it feels like sometimes you don't have a say. So, and it's really frustrating whenever it uh, affects your passions and hobbies. And for some people, ranchers and stuff, maybe their livelihood even. So, um, I don't think it's going to be an immediate destruction. I also, this may be controversial. I don't think it's going to be, I don't think it's going to devastate the population. 
do I think it's going to take a, a big hit? Yeah. And I think it's already pretty crowded. There's already a lot of um, hunters out there. And I think we've seen the numbers decrease. I don't know um, any statistics to back that up, but I just feel anecdotally um, that people have been saying, yeah, we're seeing less uh, mule deer and elk. Uh, do you kind of feel the same way? Like already just before any wolf reintroduction. Yeah, uh, I, I do. I'm going to, I'm looking up, uh, I'm going to look up the population statistics if we, if I can find them. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, so I just all in all, it just is a frustrating situation. Uh, it never feels good to not be heard. And it also just really hurts. Um, it makes you lose faith in your state and fellow citizens and, you know, there's just, there's a lot going on in this situation. So it's not all doom and gloom, but it definitely is just, it's hard to see. Um, there's, I was mentioned Wisconsin earlier, um, and I can't remember uh, the exact place that I saw it. Um, it was really crazy. Um, but they had a statistic that... Um, was talking about the incidents with wolves. <laughs> and uh, it said that um, within the last three months in Wisconsin, there was uh, 22 uh, injured hunting dogs and like eight killed by wolves. And that's hunting dogs. That's not even like, I, I, that's not even like, that means there's humans around and stuff. That's not like yeah, just cows and crap. So it's just, I don't know. It's just a frustrating situation. I think that uh, farmers will do what they always do. And that is usually what they want to do. So I think that they will protect their assets and, um, Maybe that's under cover of darkness or outside of the law, but um, one way or another, I mean, you can't, like, you have to survive. And so, um, yeah, it's just, it's a sucky situation. I don't think, I don't, I don't want to take this as complete fact, but the population has been going down over the last 20 years, but I also do believe that that has been a concentrated effort by the Colorado wildlife department. Um, I think they've been issuing, uh, higher amounts of cow tags to, they, they had a goal, like they wanted the population down just a little bit. But I think, I think it was like 325,000 elk and they wanted like, 275,000 elk population in Colorado Rockies. Um, and so why that is, I don't know. Uh, you can ask the Colorado wildlife department. Um, but it definitely has declined. Yeah. Um, it's we'll just, see. We'll see. It's crazy. It, it, Specifically for Wisconsin, um, I was looking up to see um, what they uh, said and stuff. I couldn't find that exact number again. Um, 
Oh, actually, I may have just found it for September. Um, nope, I got nothing. Uh, but they said, like, they literally are paying. So one of the things included with the Colorado is you may say, oh, man, well, uh, there's a provision for the livestock to be um, compensated, you know, livestock owners to be compensated if a wolf kills it. Here's my thing. If you don't reintroduce the wolves, you're not on the hook for that money, you know, like as a state. So that's money that could be going to kids' fishing clinics. That could be money going to building accessible roads and docks for um, Hudson Hudson to get out to more places. (laughs) That's um, expanding national parks and state lands. I mean, think about it's not just – an unlimited, you know, money supply to help these farmers and ranchers. It's a, it's kind of like the old, you know, you need to make more money. No, you probably should look at spending less first and then figure out ways to make more. You know, it's, it's just like, just seems like a really backwards way to go at things. Um, So I don't know. Yeah. They're trying to, lower it like Hudson said but also man it's a there's there's a guy named Aldo Leopold and he's one of the kind of forefathers of he is the forefather of wildlife management um and I probably mentioned this before but literally there's five things that you can use to um restore and um help species and that is the axe, the plow, the cow, fire, and gun. So by cutting down, selectively thinning forests, by using agriculture such as grazing and stuff to increase and change, um, you, know, uh, you know, grass types or whatever, by maybe plowing or um, cultivating different areas, by doing control burns and then also by utilizing hunters that is how you can manage you know game species that's how this approach of hunters managing things has worked so well for so long and it's the areas that you see that pieces of that start to go away that populations gets crazy i think we've talked about the catalina island before yeah where it's like yeah Oh man, we're paying someone five million dollars to fly around in a helicopter and massacre these things, or you put out a hundred tags for people to bow hunt, and you can make a thousand bucks per tag. Plus, people get to eat the meat. Plus, it's like an incredible opportunity, you know. And you shut down the island for a week. Yeah, I don't. It's just kind of like this backwards approach to everything. That really just minimizes the amount of opportunities hunters have and increases, like, maybe just the spending from a state and federal level. I mean, is that really kind of what it boils down to? <laughs> you make that argument, yeah. Wow. Golly, that really get me fired up. So yeah. it's just crazy. It's a sad situation. It sucks for, you know, people like Ted and – and those that live in Colorado, and uh, that's funny. My buddy 
uh, lives in Colorado and has talked with some of the game wardens and stuff around there. And he's like, what do you think? And they're like, we're on a gag order. We can't talk about like our personal feelings <laughs> towards it. Oh my God. And just think about like what that means, you know, like yeah. if you aren't, if you're being forced to not talk about something from your employer, odds are it's pretty bad. <laughs> so it, it, it's crazy. So anyway, that's a sad thing. Maybe that is part of our uh, motto for the year. <laughs> no wolves. Kill the wolves. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, they are part of the natural landscape. Yada yada. I'm, I'm again. I'm not against wolves being alive by any means, but I am just against un just pointless reintroduction. So. That's what I got for you on that. Yeah, I'm a, I'm against somebody dropping wolves off down the street from my house. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, can you imagine? Like, that's literally what just happened to some people. Yeah. I mean, that's like literally, think about you've got a bunch of families at a soccer tournament one afternoon. And someone drops off five wolves. Like, they're, yeah. no one's going to stand for that. That, that. that I mean, they're going to call the police immediately on whoever did that. But if you do it in the mountains uh, where there's not a lot of people around, then it's okay. It's like, what? It's Some crazy. people might call the police with their soft liberal hands. Yeah. Me, I'd take <laughs> my AR there. out. <laughs> take care of business. Yeah. Choke them out Throw with their bare hands. <laughs> Blow some cigarette smoke on them and drown them in bush light. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> That's America, boys and girls. Oh man. So anyway, there there it is for you. There's my um I guess that maybe slightly was an anti government speech right there, but I yeah. just it's not anti government, it's a anti idiot uh campaign I'm putting on here. So there it is. Maybe that's our motto. Enjoy being outside. Don't be an idiot. Don't be an idiot. How about that? I mean that because I'm also that's thinking great. big part that of it is is uh, I get I'm I've been getting really fired up about people just throwing trash everywhere and leaving shotgun shells and stuff. That drives me nuts. I think that falls under the don't be an idiot category too. Yeah, you you do that all the time. Uh, the don't be the idiot is a good, th- good for us too, though. It's a good, right. Uh, it's a good reminder. It's a good reminder. Maybe I should take a headlamp with me when I go deer hunting. Yeah. Well, um, like the federal government has checks and balances. Uh, whenever I start going off about some thing on here, you just say, Hey, DBI, you know, what that stands for don't be an idiot. <laughs> just hit me with that one, huh? DBI, DBI. <laughs> DBI. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, it, it does apply to, to schmucks like me and you, that's for sure. Bring a headlamp, uh, bring water, wear a life jacket if you're on a boat and it's negative seven degrees. Don't hunt by yourself in water you've never been in. You know, all the above. Don't Don't leave your fishing pole on the ground and then drive away. Don't uh, don't take Hudson out on a boat whenever it's a lightning storm. Don't uh, think that you tied your lure on 
to your line when you really didn't and then throw it and then you watch $10 sail into the air and sink to the bottom of the pond. Uh, don't knock your phone into the <laughs> pond <laughs> while casting. Go on and on. Yeah. Uh, oh, here's one that people find out the hard way for some reason. Don't drive in a agricultural field unless it's under 10 degrees. <laughs> I don't understand that one. I mean, that is mind-boggling to me. Don't even put your tires in it. Yeah. Because if it's wet at all, you're going to sink. If it's not wet, you're still going to sink. I uh, That one breaks my little brain. Well, there it is. Off our uh, DBI and wolf rants, Glenn, you got any exciting uh, trips planned for this next year? And exciting events, fishing trip, hunting trip, hiking trip? I have uh, one big um, outdoor adventure scheduled and some minor ones that I'm hoping to squeeze in. Uh, So... I guess for the rest of January, all but one weekend, I'm planning on hunting. So I will be making up for lost time in the duck blind. I have some, um, I just want to do one really good Tulsa hunt. I'm working, I worked pretty hard a couple weekends ago and we did okay, but just could have done better. We were we worked hard though, couldn't find anything, and what we found was a good spot. Plenty of ducks flying over, couldn't really sweet talk them in, um, but that's going to change next time. Um, as far as outside of that, uh, I don't have too much on the books for the spring. Hopefully, get out and shoot a turkey at some point. Um, I'm going to do a little a uh, little different approach. I hope. Uh, my plan is to go into some lakes around here, uh, some big coves and stuff like that on my canoe and uh, paddle around and turkey call and uh, see <laughs> if I can get any gobbles. And if I do, then I'll just hop off the boat and sneak into the woods just on the edge of shore and see if I can uh, sweet talk something out. And if not, I'll just fish. <laughs> so I kind of think yeah, that's a great that's, day to do. That, that's, that is awesome. That's the, that is the way to do it. Yeah. Oh, by the way, you know, uh, so for the listeners, um, my wonderful father somehow crafted a little mount to put my turkey first turkeys fan and beard on. But, uh, Glenn, it's got two more spots for two more beards. All right. So let's get, get a few on there. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be looking for a couple more. And I will say the beard on it that I from my first turkey, dude, it looks longer on the little. I don't know. I think my dad might have like added some of his chest hair to it. Oh my god! <laughs> but it looks it looks longer than I thought it was. No, I think it, it doesn't look as long on the bird because those feathers pop poof off, kind of. But mm. it was a nice beard. It wasn't like a little tiny little bird, so. Well, yeah, I'm proud uh, of you. Thank you. I'm proud of my father for putting that together somehow. Uh, Well, that too. That was actually a really cool gift. Yeah. Yeah, it was way better than what you got me. 
<laughs> yeah. Absolute goose egg. Glenn got me a Fortnite gift card. Oh. But I think it's still in the mail, so. Yeah, your V-Bucks are coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I'm going to do some turkey hunting, hopefully. Uh, then in the summer, um, I'm, I'm pretty excited. Going back to Canada. So I got Canada part oh, two. Heck yeah. I am absolutely stoked. Can't really believe I get to go two summers in a row. Probably going to be the end of an era after this summer. It is going to be the end of an era, but um, just really cool and super blessed, honestly, to... Same place? Yeah, same place and everything. So just uh, nice. leaving the chicks at home, taking my brother, uh, cousin, and wow. my uncle. I guess two uncles, cousin, my brother, my dad. Anyway, going to be a boys trip up there and um, just is excited. coming? Yeah. Yeah, Sam's going to be... Said, uh, I said you were leaving the chicks at home. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, that means we're going to have to leave you at home since you're going to become a girl this year. Uh, so anyway, it should be a, a darn good time. Gonna, I'm going to buy about four drone batteries this year uh, instead of just one because I didn't really get to fly it around too much. I wanted to catch some fish on the like on the drone, get some cool videos driving across yeah. the lake and stuff. So still haven't put together my video from last time. I'll, uh, there's a chance I get that done, but... Uh, I did get a sweet uh, computer monitor for Christmas. Me and Kennedy did. So, oh, nice! It's one of those dope, freaking curved ones, dude. It is. Oh no way! Yeah, I'm like those looking at the screen right now in surround sound, but it's for my eyes. It's awesome. So, it's surround sound for visual. <laughs> yeah, I got my whole peripherals filled up with absolute Dell screen here. So, um. I got that going on. Uh, then the rest of the summer I'm in the fall, I don't really have anything planned. I will say next year, this is a firm goal, and I want you to hold me to it. I I didn't hold you to uh, shooting a doe this year, Hudson. You, I knew you wouldn't, but and, and you said you were, so I didn't hold you to that. I'm sorry. Uh, there's still time, but um, there is still time. Here's I was oh, I was at a couple days ago. Did you actually? Anyways, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll, I can tell you about it later. Okay. Um, here's my actual goal, though. For next December, I am planning on taking off about three Mondays. My plan for Mondays is that I can hunt on Saturday morning. Then I can scout on Saturday you know, before I come home, if I saw a bunch of birds going somewhere else, I could theoretically hunt them Sunday morning, but I probably won't. But after church on Sunday, then I can go scout and have Monday morning quiet time out on the water. Mm. Just me. low. Well, not just me, but definitely lower pressure. But I'm putting these days on the calendar and I, I'm, I'm going no matter what, rain, sleet, or snow, I'm going because this year it slipped away from me. I got to, you know, uh, the weekend before Christmas, and I had hunted once or twice. And that is just, that's unacceptable for a guy like yeah. me. So um, that is really my uh, main thing for next year is I'm just taking off like two or three Mondays there in, in December, and I'm 
sticking to that no matter what. I'm taking those days off. I don't care what's going on. Getting them on the calendar, and I'm getting some time outdoors. Boom. Mic drop. Love it. What about you? Great plan. I am finally going to get to go to the White River and fish Dry Run Creek and get absolutely embarrassed. You're uh, going to get freaking spooled, bro. I, hey. I th- I genuinely think so, yeah. Hey, I also, um, we can talk about this later, but I have a uh, reel for you to try out. Okay. It's an old school one. And um, basically, you kind of like wind it up, and then you would just hold the line tight, you know, under your finger, and you mm-hmm. can press this lever, and it um, pulls up all the slack. Oh, what's so? That? I think you could kind of like hold the line, pull, you know, pull it in a little bit, and then you could hit the button, and it would uh, crank up the slack. Uh, that's sweet. So I'm just—it's a very—I mean, it's like a nineteen. 19- 60s uh, version, but I think it would actually work good for your uh, situation. I I need to try it. So maybe we can uh, just send you with both. But anyway, dude, that is going to be an awesome trip. Yeah, I'm excited. When are you going? Uh, uh, April, I think. Perfect. Um, and then, yeah, and I think your your dad helped uh, kind of plan it. Is my dad going? Um, he might be. He'll probably find a way to swindle his way in there. He, dirty dog. <laughs> I hope he does. Uh, Gosh. And we, um, we might see if some of our uh, some of our thirty four project guys want to tag along because uh, I know a couple of them were interested in going up there. But uh, so that'll be sweet. And then uh, nothing, nothing for the summer. Um, yet, uh, probably gonna need to just try and get out on the water as much as I can in the summer. (laughs) Maybe that should be our new year's resolution to actually fish, actually fish, man. It's just, it's just hard. Yeah. We need to meet at Chandler Lake, dude. Okay. And bell cat. And Prague and Okima. We woke up. Wanted to go back to Okima. I don't want to go back to Okima Lake, dude. That place spanked me, bro. It looks so. You know, there's huge fish in there. Yeah, it actually. We just haven't figured it out. Yeah, but I got. We got spanked that day. I don't. Did we even catch one? I. I don't think I did. No, I don't think we did. Gosh, that's so frustrating. And it was pretty windy too, so we were it having to like windy, hop boy. into it. We'd get in a cove, and then when we'd come out, it was like brace ourselves and try and sputter around to the next one. Yeah, fire up the old Yamaha and get after it. <laughs> Gosh, yeah, that was a fun trip though. Always is. Uh, and then obviously going to be hunting. Hopefully, I get drawn into McAllister this year. That would be sweet uh, to get to go back there. Um, and then I think I'm putting in for a couple other hunts. Uh, there's one hunt for deer in, uh, 
the redwoods in Northern California uh, for like, but it's like I think it's a it's like a disabled hunt. So that would be sweet. Uh, Did you just say in the redwoods? Yeah. Holy flip, dude! Yeah, uh, one of uh, a guy that I met at McAllister uh, who was there for the disabled hunt. Uh, he had gone out there and killed one. Um, got drawn in for that, and I'm like, ni- I, I'm ninety percent sure is it's redwoods or sequoia. I well, that's the same thing, right? Sequoia, negative National forest. Negative different things. Well, yeah, there's giant sequoia and northern redwood, two different trees about the same caliber. I think northern okay. redwoods are a little bigger. Is it the same like part? Like if somebody said I'm going to Redwood National Forest or sequoia, yeah, I are think those the same thing? If if they are, I can't. Then remember. cool. But if they're not, then it's one of the two. All in northern California for sure. With in some Tigo friggin' woods. beautiful friggin' trees. Yeah, friggin' what up, dude. woods. Yeah. Uh, Golly, that'll be cool. So that would be cool, yeah. Um, and, man, I'd like to try and get another elk, but uh, we'll see. Lots of lots of time to uh, try and apply, so well, probably also, should get on that soon. You should also lean on your friend, um that may or may not be able to do that a little closer to home. You give him a little elbow oh, in the yeah. ribs, I bet you can make something happen. Yeah, I I don't know if he would be able to handle the damage to his pride if I went out there and killed a <laughs> six by six with my crossbow. Yeah. Dude, are you going crossbow on the next one? Yeah, ideally, yeah, uh, that that would be sweet. But also, it's like I'm not gonna complain if I'm getting a rifle. <laughs> like, yeah, I get another rifle cow tag. I'm gonna kill another cow with a rifle. I don't care. Yeah, golly, um, dang, dude, and I've been yeah. munching on that elk. Mm-mm-mm. And you know what? Another goal is to go bird hunt with you. Yeah. I'm in for that. I think we can. I really think we can make that happen. Yeah, we just. I think. I think just if you, if we find a good spot, I don't know. Just a little bit of thought goes into it, and yeah, I think we can make it happen. Whether I would hit something that's completely different. Oh yeah, that's a question for me too. Every time, so (laughs) the um, the thing that sucks about it is just how like you have to be there like at sun like at shooting light and that's just early just a freaking early morning for you and timbo so but i'm all landed to make that happen if we have a warm if we have a warm weekend in january I, i would i'd be interested in making that happen I'm busy. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, I would love for you, dude. You get to, you get to hear those wings buzzing of the geese honking over Absolutely you. Absolutely buzzing, mate. Yeah, I'm buzzing. <laughs> Shut up, Patty. I'm buzzing, man. <laughs> oh man, dude, we gotta we gotta make that one happen. 
Yep, that's on the list. Mark it down. Marked down. DBI. DBI. <laughs> I've got it. DBI. It's in the game. It's in the game. <laughs> you know, like EA Sports. Yeah. Oh man, dude, that's awesome though. So you got you got a good year ahead. Hopefully, I don't know. A lot of that depends on me getting drawn in, but um, well, I am really excited for fishing. Yeah, I I have too. I got a lot of new water to explore up here, and Kennedy likes to do that with me. So maybe take Scout out nice. in the boat. Still haven't taken my golden retriever out duck hunting been lazy and haven't introduced her to gunfire yet so that is uh, pretty important before i take her hunting i don't want to just break her little brain so may not happen this year but we'll see there's always uh always a chance she needs to retrieve she does oh boy speaking of getting a little phone call whoa 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 whoa, whoa. so all right well Hudson, you got any other uh, goals or thoughts for the for the new year for twenty twenty four? Yeah, I think we're just gonna keep rolling with the DBI, 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 baby. Yeah, what was the first part of the DBI? Get outside, uh, uh, enjoy creation. Yeah, yeah, go outside and DBI. All right, I like that. And don't die. And don't die. All right, I'm in for that. Let's let's end it with that great quote there. Go outside in DBI. That's it. Let's go. All right. That is our motto for 2024. Go outside, DBI. Uh, hopefully this is a year where this uh, continues to take off. Been fun to uh, see some numbers ticking up, get a little uh, momentum moving forward. Uh, as we get into the new year, we have a few more uh, guests. We need to get um, a little update, a little season recap from my guy Billy, and yes. uh, hear how his season's gone. I think he took someone out to shoot a, their first buck recently. Uh, just all that stuff gets me fired up. So uh, I think we've got a good year ahead of us personally and a great year ahead of us on the Oklahoma Outdoor Adventures podcast. So um, I guess, as always, if you uh, enjoy what we're doing, uh, give us a rating on Spotify. That doesn't really help anything, but it it does help whenever someone looks at our podcast and we've got, we did have a five-star rating. So someone dropped us down to 4.9, and that's okay. I but, know uh, exactly who it was. Yeah, we do. Nick. I knew it was him. <laughs> Uh, but we'll we'll take care of that later. Um, but anyway, yeah, give us a like. Be awesome if you consider a uh, little support through uh, Spotify. I think we get 100% of those um, donations and stuff. Just helps us have better equipment, keep doing this. And, um, man, we're, we're really looking forward to a new year. Going to keep getting out there and getting after it. Hudson, any final thoughts? No, man, just keep on living, (laughs) L-I-V-I-N. Thank you, Matthew. Yeah, as always, uh, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Yellow Hat Outdoors, and uh, our website, yellowhatoutdoors.com. Check it out. Thanks for listening. Get outside and D-B-I.
We'll talk with you later. That's gang.